Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Before we begin our episode today, if you can't get enough of fun, adventurous, and educational podcasts like Culture Kits, check out Story Pillar. Do you like stories and learning about new places? For this story, we have to travel to Megalia. How about being silly? I don't want your butt germs. And when something tough happens, maybe with a friend, could you use some advice? I can do that if I want because I'm not hurting you. I'm not being mean. Then check out Story Pillar, a podcast where we tackle sticky situations, hear stories from all over the world, and pick up tips from you, our listeners. More info at storypillar.com. And now here is our latest episode. Hello, Culture Kids. Welcome to our show. My name is Kristen, and I am your host along with my son, Asher. Hello, hello. We want to wish a special birthday shout out to Elias from Houston, Texas. Happy birthday, Elias. Today, we're going to explore a city located in the United States, and it is often nicknamed as the Steel City because it has produced so much steel for the country. Steel? Like like what buildings are made out of? Oh yes, and a lot of other things in this world are made out of steel, like cars, bridges, and even homes. This city has beautiful views of the three rivers that flow throughout the city. You can take a ride on a riverboat or just walk along the riverfront and enjoy the city. It is also known as the City of Bridges. That makes sense because of the rivers. And today we have Asher's baby sister Arden who's going to introduce what city this is. Pittsburgh, which is located in the state of Pennsylvania, holds special meaning for our family. Asher's daddy, John, grew up there, and we both went to school there. It's a beautiful city with a rich history and a culture of its own, full of friendly people and lots of good food. Let's learn about the history of Pittsburgh and how it is so special and unique. First, Pittsburgh was a small frontier town on the edge of the wilderness. Oh, so there were no big buildings. It was lots of trees and animals. Exactly. But over time, it grew into a major industrial center, especially in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Many immigrants came to Pittsburgh during this time. Immigrants were people who moved to a new country. They might come because they want to live in a new place or they have to work or study there. Yep, 
Or sometimes they come to a new country because of difficult situations that are happening in their home country. Like if their home country doesn't feel safe. Yes, exactly. In Pittsburgh at that time, there were lots of immigrants from a country called Poland. Poland is a country located in Central Europe. The Polish immigrants brought their beautiful culture and traditions with them to Pittsburgh, and it helped to shape the city's culture and identity. Because mommy immigrated from Korea. Our family now practices some of the traditions from Korea. And because there are more Koreans now in America, more people know about things like K-pop or Korean food. Yum, yum. Yep, American culture was molded from immigrants that brought on their cultures from their home countries. For example, many Polish immigrants worked in the steel mills of Pittsburgh, and they brought with them their skills in metalworking and craftsmanship. So Polish immigrants had a big impact on Pittsburgh culture. They brought over lots of cool things, like Polish food, music, and dance. They helped build Pittsburgh and helped the city grow. So one of Daddy's favorite dishes to eat is very popular in Pittsburgh. It's called pierogies. Daddy said they're like dumplings. Pierogi is widely considered to be one of the national dishes of Poland. It is made by wrapping a filling such as mashed potatoes, cheese, or sauerkraut. Mm, yummy! It is wrapped in a dough that is then boiled or fried. It's served with sour cream, butter, onions, and it is so rich and filling and delicious. Pierogies are a symbol of Pittsburgh's strong Polish heritage. Yes. It is a reminder of the important role that immigrants have played in shaping the city's culture and cuisine. Many restaurants and cafes in Pittsburgh serve pierogies everywhere in the city. I want those too. So, Asher, what is your favorite sauce? Ketchup. Okay. Heinz Ketchup is one of the biggest ketchup companies in the world. <laughs> It has become another symbol of Pittsburgh because the headquarters is located in Pittsburgh. Ooh. It is one of the world's most recognizable condiments, and the Heinz name is also associated with the Heinz Family Foundation. Which provides a lot of educational and cultural work in the city of Pittsburgh. They sure do a lot more than just makes things like ketchup or mustard. Let's talk about one more food that comes from Pittsburgh. We recently did an episode about the famous smiley cookie that comes from a restaurant chain called Eaton Park. But we also certainly can't talk about Pittsburgh without mentioning. The Pramanti brothers, huh? Brothers? I thought we were talking about food, not siblings. <laughs> Pramanti brothers is a restaurant chain that comes from Pittsburgh since the 1930s. The chain is famous for its signature sandwich, the Pramanti sandwich. It consists of grilled meat, cheese, oh. coleslaw, tomato, and get this, French fries. Oh, oh yeah. 
french fries and sandwiches? Arden would love that. Maybe not the tomatoes, though. Oh, yeah. Arden, who's Asher's baby sister, does love her french fries. <laughs> the Permanti sandwich was originally created to accommodate truck drivers who needed a quick meal while sitting in their trucks. So by adding things like coleslaw and french fries, it made it easy to eat a full meal with a simple sandwich you can hold in one hand. French fries come served on the side with sandwiches. But that's a good idea. To p- just put it in the sandwich. It is. Permanti Brothers has several locations throughout Pittsburgh and other cities in the U.S., and it has become an iconic Pittsburgh food. Excellent. It has also been labeled as one of America's classic restaurants. Pittsburgh was very important to the development of jazz music. During the early 1900s, a number of musicians from the city's Hill District, which is a neighborhood in Pittsburgh, helped to shape the sound of jazz. They practiced their craft in the city's vibrant jazz clubs. There was a really famous jazz club in Pittsburgh called Crawford Grill. It opened in the 1930s. The Crawford Grill hosted performances by some of the biggest names in jazz, like Ella Fitzgerald and John Coltrane. These are very big names in the jazz music scene. Oh, yeah. Jazz kind of makes me feel dizzy. Ooh. Speaking of art, the famous artist Andy Warhol was also from Pittsburgh, too. No way! That's right! Andy Warhol made colorful and unique paintings of things like soup and cans and people. He became famous for his artwork and was a big leader of a movement called pop art. Gorgeous! Pittsburgh is also home to the first community-supported television station in the United States called WQED. It is famous to lots of people because it produced the beloved television show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, oh wait, I know that show. It's now a cartoon called Daniel Tiger. So Mr. Rogers is from Pittsburgh too? Mommy got to be an intern at WQUD, and they still had a few pieces of the props from the show, and it brought warm feelings to my heart to walk in to see memories to honor Mr. Rogers' legacy. And also, for all our sports fans out there, did you know that famous football players like Joe Montana and Dan Marino are from Pittsburgh? Who's that? They are Hall of Fame quarterbacks, meaning they were excellent and very famous football players. Cool, and our family loves Pittsburgh Steelers. We cheer them on when they play. Their colors are black and yellow. Yes, they are one of the most successful NFL teams, and they have won over six Super Bowl championships. And Pittsburgh Penguins are a professional ice hockey team. And they won five Stanley Cup championships. Yes, and lastly, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Ahoy! 
They are a major league baseball team, and they've won five World Series championships. Sounds like Pittsburgh is full of winners. I hope I could go visit someday and see where Daddy grew up and visit Mommy's school and get a smiley cookie at Eden Park. Yes, but even though Pittsburgh is full of delicious food, inventions, and lots of famous people, I have to say, when Mommy thinks about Pittsburgh, I think of all the simple yet wonderful memories we had while Mommy went to college, like getting a late-night bite to eat with good friends at Eaton Park or, on special occasions, taking the incline up to the famous Mount Washington to see the breathtaking views of the city as it sparkled in the night. The city is full of kind, warm, and loving people, so rich with culture and history. I can't wait to return soon. This is all we have for today. <laughs> Let's end our episode with some jokes, as we always do. Well... Do you want to go first, Asher? What does a cloud wear under its coat? What does it wear? Thunderwear. (laughs) Underwear. Thunder. Got it. I have two. Sure. Why did the scarecrow win the award? Why? Because he was outstanding in this field. (laughs) Ah, I get it. Outstanding, but he's a scarecrow, so he's outstanding. Got it. Okay, mommy's turn. Your turn. What do you call a dinosaur that's always late? What? A stegosaurus. <laughs> I get it. Thank you so much for joining us today. And grown-ups, please take a second and leave us a review so that more families can join our Culture Kids community. And always feel free to reach out to us at culturekidspodcast at gmail.com if there's anything you'd like to learn about next. Until next time. See you later. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me.